Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Okay, I've got a question that could probably be applied to players, GMs alike in most any situation. We'll talk about that after this. Okay, I'm pretty much going back into my head again and thinking about adventure creation, character creation, and other things that have to do with role-playing games. This game along with a lot of other things in life, has one thing in common with things. And I'll tell you what that is in a moment. First, it's story time. It's uh, another story about me being an actor. Okay? I understand what a bad rap actor, actors can get, especially in Hollywood right now. But I still love it. I still love doing it at my age, and I think I will do it until I die, whether it's community or professional or whatever. But that's beside the point. The creative process in acting, I always like to apply to gaming because a lot of it does apply. I'm not saying you're actors. I'm not saying players are actors or GMs are actors. I'm just saying a lot of the, the tenants apply. And there's a there's one of the one of the cliches of a stereotypical actor is has to do with the the method as they called it from Stanislavski and you know that kind of thing uh you know uh, be a tree be a be the character you know write it write a backstory whatever you know i don't completely subscribe to that because a lot of my stuff i do intuitively and i do like to pride myself the fact that I can interpret a character well. And, you know, the old cliche of saying, well, what's my motivation? Well, asking a director or somebody like that, what's your motivation, is the wrong thing to do. You find the motivation. You find out what this character is all about. Now, you can write a backstory, and you can consult with, like, the director and saying, okay, this is what I think this guy's all about. What do you think? And so there's that back and forth. Well, let's say with the players and GMs. And what's my motivation is kind of a, I don't know, it's been, it's, it's too, people think it's ridiculous. And I just want to say that It all boils down to one word. And I am reminded of the series The Prisoner in the the episode The General, where he stopped, he, he basically stopped the computer. He destroyed the computer with one word. And it's the same word here W H Y question mark. Why? Look at anything and go, why? Whether it's a character, player character backstory, a plot point in the GM's adventure, an NPC in the GM's adventure, the why the town does what it does, wh- why is the town located here? Why 
do these people do this once a year? Why is this festival is happening? That's the whole thing. And that one word, you come up with something, it could do anything, come up with anything. It does not have, here's one, once again, it does not have to make sense. You find the sense, you know, because what you do, and like every smart person from, you know, Einstein on down or whoever, um, you got to follow the, you got to follow the thread. You got to follow the, the conclusion. Now, a lot of this is like a lot of players are going, oh, this is too much work and stuff, which is fine. I mean, if you want to play, you know, a character who you just roll up a ha- rolled up a half hour ago and he's Joe Fighter, go ahead. But, you know, for people who want to pursue this and GMs, this is the kind of thing you need to, to find out, to, to put, to, to hang the story together, to hang the adventure together. Uh, constantly ask why. Because what happens is you start with a why, no matter what it is, you start with a why, and then you start logically, why why does why does why do the populace of this town once a year have a summer festival celebrating the sun? Why? Because this is an agricultural town and they depend on that for their crops. Okay, fine. Why aren't they celebrating the crops? Because the sun and the rain and things. I mean, they could set, it could be a weather celebration too. Because this is a crucial way of them getting crops. If they don't have crops, the town dies because that's their main that's their main industry. They raise the crops, they they manu- not manufacture, but they refine the crops. Say they got like a big mill that does a lot of things. And so they celebrate that. And also because people in the town, it's a pantheonistic world. It's a pantheonistic world. It's a pantheonistic world. And so they're praying to the God of agriculture, which in my world is potatoes. And so they do this in their mind to appease, quote unquote, the God. Maybe they give some kind of, they have a festival, all sorts of crops are are displayed and offered. And actually this would come better like after the fall, but that's not the point. You can go back and go, why does this take place in the summer? Okay, you can go back and do that. See, why leads to another why, leads to another why, leads to another why. And finally you get something that's cohesive and it holds together. So that's the word that's got to be the one sacred word. I mean, you know, they say nothing sacred, but they got one sacred word for your creativity. Why is this character I came up with, why does he pick his teeth? Well, that's because he eats a lot of, uh, I don't know, um, grain. He actually takes the, he actually takes the grain, the stalks of wheat off, off of the, the branch and just starts you know, munching on the on the seeds and sticking the thing in his mouth so he gets the seeds caught in there and so he picks his teeth all the time. And he's done that enough where it's a habit. He's always picking his teeth. Maybe he takes his dagger and picks his teeth. I don't know. But that's a character thing right there. Why does he eat grain? Well, maybe when he grew up, that's all they had and he had no way of processing it. And he was too young to know how to process it. So he ate it off the stock. And maybe he got to like it. And so he keeps doing it, even though he can eat like, you can make wheat and eat bread or whatever. 
You know, he just it's just something he does. That is the golden why. And that is the golden word. That's the magic word. Yes, yeah, you know, they say, please and thank you are the, are the magic words. Well, this is the other magic word. This is the creative magic word. So next time you're coming up with a character or an adventure or an NPC or a location or a world or whatever, remember that golden word. Why? Okay? Got it? Good. All right. This is a little short one. And I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And for my single donations, go to my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Gilbert Soros, Benjamin Brodell, and Jason from Moro Project. Thank you very much. Other good podcasts. Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognar Podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. we got Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast. Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast. Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. And my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>